Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your quickened, life-giving word. We just thank you that we don't live by natural circumstances, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Holy Spirit, we just, we honour you. We worship you. We thank you. We just thank you for how you're leading us and what you're showing us. I just thank you for Kairos. We just speak Kairos into the atmosphere tonight. We thank you for tipping point. We thank you for clear pathways and instruction. We thank you for your glory and thank you for people being released in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Gosh, I'm so serious and so focused and what an occasion. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I've been on a really, really exciting journey of late and, and we've, we've been talking about ascension and then the evidences of ascension, the anointing, and then <clears throat> um, I'm all about dunamis, power, and I, we, I got led into that whole area of wisdom, and, and we're continuing on that. But what's happening, everything's dovetailing to everything. It's awesome, because I've been really, really uh, spending a lot of time with the Lord. Um, you know, we need, we need words that come out of this pulpit to be spirit and life, you know, we, we can't just have good ideas and these are great principles and, and whatnot. And, um, and what's happened is that then the, the Lord's through wisdom says above all, above all things, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life in Proverbs. And the Lord says, I want you to camp on the heart for a while because in, it's uh, uh, um, indispensable in relationship to faith. Now, I've been listening to, so some of you guys know that next year, Christine and myself, we're, we're, we're going to be joining Anna Mendez next year in the Amazon and you get, and doing some ministry. What are we exactly doing? I actually don't know <laughs> at this stage, but um, she's such an epic woman of God. We, we signed up and uh, she invited us actually as only a small group going and um, her husband, Emerson, man, epic. And I've been, I, I, I've been just indulging in some of his stuff recently. And he's, uh, 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 um, I've been able to lay a hold of some language that sharpens some things for me. And all these things are married together. Now, I'm just going to quickly tell you my journey. And it's a very, very brief description. But with the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, I need language, specific language. I need you to teach me how to walk in divine health, healing and regular miracles. We do see miracles and we, see, we actually do see healings and miracles regularly. Um, you know, when we were, um, we had a good service at Moonter on Sunday and uh, praying for the people to get baptised in the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, some, I remember a young man come up, me and Lawrence prayed for them. They could feel straight away evidence of speaking in other tongues and then, uh, um, I'm, as I'm driving out, someone stops, sort of come over the, my stationary car, said, last week got prayed for, back was in real bad shape and healed. And we see really cool things, okay? So that's, that's fantastic. Praise God. Um, and all sorts of, you know, people come back from the dead. But I, I, wanna, I, wa I wanna see greater glory. I really wanna see greater glory. And um, so I'm saying, Lord, I, I'm so, Holy Spirit, teach me. And he started showing me about the relationship of the heart. Now, what happens is that what you tend to have is you have two camps of the supernatural. You have the people who are very prophetic and the people who are very strong in faith. The pr prophetic people can have very amazing exotic encounters but be personally dysfunctional. Not, no, no one here, just it can happen. <laughs> and people who have strong faith 
can be very, very solid and stable, but really dry and very boring, okay? And so people become chronic confessors and you know, they're just good upstanding citizens and they do it. We, 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 need to, we need the whole counsel of God so we can walk in the fullness of God. That's what we want. And he says, he pours out the Spirit without measure. So I don't wanna be of this camp or that camp. I wanna be in Jesus' camp, all right? And so I'm saying, Lord, show me. And he said, I wanna show you the relationship to, to seeing the impossible manifest. And it's gotta be through the heart, the gate of the heart. So what I wanna do is I really want to, um, I really wanna make the connection tonight. And I, I feel there's been some missing pieces, but in, in coming weeks, I mean, um, we're gonna have this picture up a little bit because the Lord wants to uh, uh, teach us about the, the science of the invisible world. And it's best described as the quantum realm, quantum physics, but we're not gonna to touch on that so much tonight. I might read a few quotes, but I know, this, I know we're coming into Kairos, uh, and this is just a quick segue before I dive into this and I will dive into it. And then we're gonna, who knows what's gonna happen. We're gonna see amazing things tonight, okay? Um, is it, why do we call it field of dreams? Uh, um, because it says, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase, you are God's field. And then the foundational scripture for all new covenant realities is the sower and the seed. So that was, that was I felt compelled to do that. But what's amazing is that I've been looking at the quantum, who's ever really looked into quantum physics? Well, what's gonna happen is that we're gonna marry it with the realm of the spirit. But I'm gonna read a couple of things that, that are, it's really exciting. But um, uh, these are just quotes, okay? So from different sources. Um, thought, we were talking about, remember the, 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 the heart has the greatest electromagnetic charge out of the whole, the human body, and we have to renew our mind. We want the heart and the mind to be in agreement to see the miraculous, but it's the heart. So thoughts are the electrical charge in the quantum field, and feelings produce a magnetic charge in the quantum field. And how you think and how you feel broadcasts electromagnetic energy that influences every single atom in your life. And so we need to see the mind and the heart lined up to see results. Do you know what that's called? That's called integrity. Whoa, it's, it means you're integrated. Every single part of your life is in agreement. Because you get people going, yeah, I'm believing for this and their heart's broken. So we wanna resolve that tonight. Who wants to see that resolved tonight? Because it, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So we're gonna resolve that. Now this is what the, the, the cool thing is, right? is it field of dreams, but God's giving, we're, we're, we're being upgraded into an ascension reality corporately. Listen to this. The universe is made out of energy. It is not made out of matter. Okay, it's made out of energy. Uh, what does the quantum physicists call this energy that the universe is made out of? They call it the field. So then you start seeing field of dreams. You start to see is that we're called to birth the invisible and the miraculous from heavenly dimensions to change history. And, and so, so I, w I never knew this and I'm reading it and the Lord's going, this is a prophetic sign, just like you went from Abram, he went from Abram to Abraham because God's saying field of dreams, it's now not gonna, it's not just going to refer to dirt, um, but it's gonna refer to that, 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 that limitless energy field, of, which is the spirit world. The realm of the spirit. Who's excited? So this is where where we're going on this tonight. But I want to share on a subject 
and, we, and I think it's going to be it's going to be on turbo tonight. Uh, it's the realm of faith, and 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 boy, you know, I, I I've had massive triumphs in my life with faith. Now, this and what happens is that people are nervous about faith because you you see people they don't engage faith; they engage magical thinking. So people step out in magical thinking. They don't know how to build up their faith and they just go splat and they go, oh, that's, faith is scary. No, it's not. It's not if we know how to do it. Who wants to learn completely how to do it? Because this is, this is the, no? Yeah. So seriously, because we're going to be marrying some different things that, that I've, like this is only just hit critical mass. I've been, by the grace of God, the Lord's pulled this coordinate, this coordinate. So we're going to be, we're going to be mapping the relationship between the heart, faith, and the presence of God. So this is just something that quickened to me today, right? We have this airbrushed, this airbrushed view of faith, all right? Of shiny, happy people holding hands, okay? Of, of just like one, this wonderful, peaceful life. And, 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 and this is from, straight from the Holy Spirit. Faith is to solve problems and to bring life where there is death. And so what happens is that, so, so, for, so I, I just want to, this is just a statement of fact, not just belief fact, right? I am blessed and my wife is blessed. We're blessed. And, 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 and you know, before, like when people come in here, you know, they're like, oh, look at these guys, you know, Ken and Barbie, and gosh, you just like live the airbrush life and you know, and she's got the law firm and no, 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 no. I'll just say this. I've had, a, we've had so many challenges in our life. We just don't bellyache about it. We've had to overcome. So what if I didn't overcome my faith? Where would I be now? I'd be in heaven now. So we need to understand that God doesn't just give us faith just to come into a level of blessing. He gives it to solve problems. If you have health issues, then God wants to move you into the realm of divine health and miracles. But you get something to overcome. So what happens, it says that the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep. And so we're called to get in the realm of the Spirit, hover over the darkness in our life hover over the dysfunction, the chaos and bring order and bring life where there is death. That's why the just shall live by faith. We're called to go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So don't have an airbrush of, when you go, you know, the reason people get nervous about faith because they have to overcome a crisis. If you don't engage faith on purpose, by design and deliberately, crisis will be knocking at your door. And, it's, and I, there's very few people that can go from zero to hero. I'll tell you what it actually says. It actually says, blessed is he who hears the, my words and does them. He shall be like the wise man who built his house on the rock. And when the storms came. But when you hear the Word of God and you don't do it, it doesn't say if the storms come. Storms are gonna come all the time. So faith makes you transcendent to that. So we have to be very deliberate and purposeful. But it's exciting because then you start to realise it's, it's, there's too much of a spirit of fear around faith, okay? Especially Aussies. Americans are a lot more glass half full. Aussies are a bit sort of like, we have to be completely delivered of the spirit of this age. Not the, not, we're in the age of Jesus, right? We're, the, we're in the Messianic kingdom age now, but I'm talking about the spirit of the world, Right? And, and, and we have to, that, that orphan spirit where, where, you know, like, God, rescue me. No, he says, rise up. 
because, because we don't really understand what He's already done. So faith is to solve problems and bring life where there's death rather than having an airbrush view of what faith is and magical thinking. And so we can't get around it. Jesus said, I mean, this is so cool. People, find, if, you, if you go, well, this is a bit challenging. It's, it's challenging, but, an, but amazing. He says, have faith in God. Or you can say, have the God faith, kind of faith. They both work. He said, because they saw that the fig tree was withered and Jesus said to them, and it was reiterated elsewhere in also Mark 9, 23, also in Matthew. Uh, 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 you know, he's, he's, Jesus says in Mark, command the mountain and in Matthew says, command the mulberry tree. All right. So obviously, you know, the Lord was very much onto everything environmental. So what we have is He says, if you command the mountain, if you speak to the mountain, and if you do not doubt in your cardia, your heart, those things you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. Therefore, with this in mind, whatever you pray, you must believe you've received it the minute you, the second you pray it. And you're going, that is challenging. Okay, let's just say it is challenging, but once you get it, Think about how that'll change your life. Think that'll handle you. What's the alternative? Toil, hit and miss. That's the alternative. So we need to completely go after this. You can see the impossible. To the, like, what does the impossible look like? From getting a healing to can a nation be saved in a day? Can a whole nation come into scroll in one week? According to the measure of our faith. Because Moses saw it happen. Joshua saw it happen. David saw it happen. And we're on a far superior covenant because we're in Christ. And so, we, so, so it's not just the cardia. And we were talking about, we're talking about how the, 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 the electromagnetic frequency in the heart is way stronger than the mind. But they still have to be in agreement. And when we believe for something, we don't just come into the fact is that we must believe we've received it. That's okay. It's called focus and that's a cognitive function. So don't kiss your brains goodbye. You still can be, you still called to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But the cardia is you start to get excited that you have what you've asked for, that you have what you asked for. And we talked about, it's not the little red fire engine going, I think I can, I think I can. Tonight, we're going to do a one-stop shop and then we're gonna practice it as a church. We're gonna go into, we're gonna, we're gonna do something corporately, okay? But this is really, really, really exciting because there's language that I've been able to import and adopt and, and, and with, with what I already know. But first, I wanna talk about the, the indispensable core reality of the presence of God. I wanna talk about the presence of God. And I wanna go, I wanna set the, the, everything I'm saying, I wanna set the backdrop that is the presence of God. That's where everything of worth, of any worth happens, okay? So we're gonna start by reading Exodus chapter 33. Now, before, we could just keep it up there. So you gotta understand, Israel, God's doing covenant with them. Have you got any kids here? All right. All right. So kids, don't ask what this means later. All right. Okay. So basically, and now they will. All right. All right. So basically is that Moses going up and he's in the glory. He's with God and they're cutting this amazing covenant, you know, this nation. And, and he did say, I've called you to be a, a kingdom of priests. 
a holy nation, you're my own special treasure, all that sort of stuff. And they said, no, Moses, you go and hear for us. And they downgraded the covenant. It was still an amazing deal, right? But it did change there and then. So Moses going up with the Lord and while he's gone up there, they're going, where's Moses gone? You know, like he's just disappeared. And so they, they formed a, they, they formed a, a, an idol out of gold and they started worshipping this golden calf or ball. I mean, we think a golden calf, you look at a little, you look at a little baby cow, baby cows are cute, okay? Anyone that's watched his reels on Instagram go, oh, they're so cute, yeah, all right, little baby. But when you start to realise is that really it's more like a ball which is connected to Molech, which is connected to, to infanticide. Like terrible, terrible stuff. So he got God into the pl- brought him through the Red Sea, and then like appeared on the mountain and speaking, you know, and everything's shaking. Moses goes to to to, to, to sign off on it, and then they they go they, they just start worshiping this 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 Moloch. Not just that, they had a swingers party. That's what they did. Sat down to eat, rose up to play. That's what it said. Okay. It's a bit like hectic. Like, you, could you get more depraved any quicker? And God just appeared to them. Now, remember now, we're engaging in inner world. When you actually go through the inner world to encounter God, it's actually, it's, it's got a sense of stability and permanency. Whereas if you're just sort of like, happen to be at the right place at the right time, there's a, cra- a, a, a crowd of godly people that their faith prayed in the manifestation. You're going, wow, but that won't have permanency. Because now God works from the inside. It says the kingdom of God doesn't, is not external and comes with observation for the kingdom of God is within you. So what you, what you have is they've just hectically sinned against God. I mean, not even just like a bit. They've defiled, and we're talking as bad as it gets. All right, so, so then, then God says this, what we're about to read. He said, all right, I will send my angel before you. Okay, so you're gonna go in the promised land. It'll still happen. And I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, the Jebusite, the Parasite. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey. And this is what God says, because of what's happened, for I will not go up in your midst. You're gonna go, right? And because of that, that there's so, that, lest I consume you on the way, for you are, are a stubborn people. Next one. And when the people heard this bad news, they mourned. So not only were they, do you know what? They, they knew what they're doing. They're, they're, they're worshipping Moloch, all the other stuff they were doing. And then they, they, then they mourned. Man, if you're going to be dumb, be tough. They were not. And when the people heard this bad news, they mourned and no one put on his ornaments, right? And it came to pass with, Mo, so Moses into the tabernacle and the, the cloud went over the tabernacle and so Moses is now as being the ultimate priest. So this, the nation, even his brother Aaron, his brother Aaron, he was the one that made the image. Oh my gosh, the great start of the Levitical priesthood, bro. All right, you know, what was the foundation? Idolatry uh, and all sorts of wacky stuff. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that, he, that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. Then Moses said to the Lord, see you say to me, bring up this people. So now God, uh, Moses is is appealing to God based on God's promises, God's word. Very, very important to remember, especially with 
courts of heaven sort of stuff. Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you've also found grace in my sight. This is Moses. Now, therefore I pray, if I found grace in your sight, this enterprise bargaining, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider this nation is your people. Uh, and, and, God's, and he said, my presence, so God now said, my presence will go with you. So firstly, God said, I will not go with you. He said he'll send his angel. Now that's still pretty amazing provision. You'd understand God sending his angel. I mean, we're talking like Elohim, Elohim. We're talking heavenly family. Don't just think we're the only family of God. There's a heavenly family. What about the creatures and the, and the cherub and the seraph? That's part of God's family. So God is sending one of his family to look after the nation, not just like an angel that you stick on top of a Christmas tree, just going, hmm, you know. We're talking full provision, protection, guidance. And God says, I'm sending my, I said, I'm not going with you because you're, you're so messed up. I will consume you. I'm gonna send my angel in my stead. So that's pretty amazing provision. But now that Moses says, hey, look, I asked for grace. And then he quoted, said, you know, this is, you've called them out and, and I've actually left a little bit out for, for time's sake. And he said, my, then now God says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if you're, then, then Mo, cause Moses then goes, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. So Moses is going, your angel won't do. We need your presence. For how then will it be known that, all your, that, that your people and I have found grace in your sight except you go with us. So we should be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are on the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken for you have found grace in my sight and I have known you by name. So firstly, the, the whole thing is this, I'm done. You've just, you, you rejected my initial offer and then you completely like, not just backs it, almost apostate the second, while we're still up in the mountain. And he says, I will destroy these people. My holiness, my fire, I'm a consuming fire. I'll consume them. I'll send my angel. And Moses says, no, 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 no. We won't go unless your presence goes with us. You're going to be an insane Elohim. What's the difference? So the word presence is uh, the Hebrew word pornim, which means face. We will not go unless your face goes with us. God, we want your face. His face is his presence. And then this is where we see the ironic blessing. So um, just letting you know, Aaron did come good in the end. So God said in Numbers 6, 22 to 26, God said the same word, the same word, ponim, right? And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face, make His pornim shine upon you. So this is the presence of the Lord, okay? And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. So, so, so basically we have here incredible offer to send the angel, I reckon probably, I don't know, you know, Archangel Michael, whatever, but it wouldn't have been just like a guardian angel or we're talking about an angel that could have been bigger than the whole earth. 
We're talking like, you know, Revelation 10, angel swore by heaven and fought on the land, foot in the sea, rainbow, gave John the little book to eat. We're talking major angels here. Remember one angel can like just go look at 185 Syrians and they perish. Well, we're talking serious stuff. And Moses goes, no, 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 no. That's a good, th- thanks for that offer, but we will not go without your face, without your presence. And this is where, where we need to know why this is so important because many people have tried to stir up, pres- uh, uh, stir up faith outside of the presence of God. The presence of God is the timeless dimension. That's why, it, that's why when He's being addressed through the bandwidth of human language in the book of Revelation, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty who is and was and is to come. He's covered past, present, future. So, so, so the presence of God is the timeless dimension. This is where faith takes place. You go into a timeless dimension because faith is timeless. We've got so many people that we need hope, but boy, we gotta go past hope because the just shall not live by hope, but live by faith. Faith is the primary. We need to know that. But faith is very confronting. It's confronting and we need to be confronted because just like they had to go to the promised land to possess it, their journey to possess it refined them on the inside as opposed to God just being Father Christmas and dumping a whole heap of presents in your lap. You go, eh, nah, nah, you're boring, dumb, that's broken. Uh, when, uh, when's my birthday? You know what I'm saying? Is, is, is that we actually get refined. So, so that the, the presence of God is a timeless dimension. It is the perpetual now. So you've got your busy day, I've got to go here, you've got to do that, go like this. And we go, why am I getting breakthrough? Because we're under Kronos and we're called to redeem the time. Run to Kronos. One day my breakthrough will happen. If you say that, you'll never get it because faith is now. So, so now faith is. And, and, and so the presence of God is the Thomas dimension. It's the perpetual now. So I believe the words in the Spirit, eternity, His rest, today, now, and the present are all synonyms. Okay, His rest. It talks about Joshua, Hebrews 4, if, if, if Joshua had given the children of Israel rest in the promised land, God would not have talked about another day. So what happens is that when we come into God's presence, we enter His rest and we cease from our striving. He's resting. Jesus is seated at the right hand. So He invites us to come into His presence. It's not just, don't just equate it to an external manifestation of electricity, goosebumps and an atmosphere. It's, an intern, it's primarily an internal dimension. Remember, Jesus says the kingdom of God is within you. So, so I want as a backdrop you to get go, oh my gosh, the presence of God is indispensable to my faith. Can someone say amen? And so we don't often hear that. And I've, I have done this many times, but I haven't, uh, um, I, haven't I just haven't had the grace to, to, to express it like this, to be honest. So, you're in the Thomas dimension. So once you're in Christ, the minute you say, Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God, all right, and, and I confess you as Lord, and I believe that God's raised you from the dead, and I ask you to live, in, live inside of me, that minute, the Bible says, not me, not field of dreams, the Bible says the minute you're born from above, you are saved, you are blessed, you are healed, you are whole. 
That's what the Bible says. It says you're righteous. You actually, that, that, that's what God says you enter into instantly. People go, I don't feel it. Because we're so caught in the flesh and under Kronos is that, and, and so, so when Jesus says, whatever things, you, when you ask for and you pray, you must believe you have received them. Because guess what? You actually already have all things. You all, if you're in Christ, you, have, you already have all things. Well, I haven't seen it. And that's why you haven't seen it. When you're in Christ, you already have all things. What happens, we get, we get trained in the Western mindset. If I haven't seen it manifest, it's the future. But the Lord says, I want to recalibrate the whole belief system for people to enter into my presence and lay a hold of everything I've already given them. Okay? So, 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 you, so, so you're sitting there right now and it actually says, according to Colossians, that Jesus is head of all principality and power and you are already complete in Him. So that's what's, what's amazing. But you can't do it just as confessing as a little red fire, fire, fire engine, little, little red truck, sort of like, I think I can, I think I can. You cannot do it outside of that timeless dimension of, of limitless grace. Who's excited about the realm of the Spirit? Because we're gonna, we're gonna practice this before we uh, uh, um, you know, conclude or whatever tonight. So, need the presence of God. It's that limitless creative realm. You get what you believe. Ah, uh, God's so good. God's so good. Ah, uh, I'm just, yeah, so good. He's so good. Okay, so we're going to get into the breakdown. The, we're going to break it down, okay? And, and we're going to, we need to know what our part is and what God's part is. So firstly, it's connected to the presence of God. When you keep going into God's presence, you end up living in God's presence. But we have to first practice that presence but we need to know what our part is and what God's part is. Now, this is what's exciting. I, I've seen God move amazingly in my life, right? I'm a statistical anomaly, okay? No Christian background in my family, either, really either side and gosh, everything else. And I've seen, I've seen God manifest, I've, I've seen God show Himself mightily on my behalf. He's my hero, he's my dad, my real dad, be honest. I love my natural dad, but this is, you know. And so, but I've only seen it in a measure. And I've seen God take me from the pit and, and within a very short season of focused application, put me in the palace. I've seen it multiple times. This church is a statistical anomaly. It just, just doesn't happen. I'm not networked at all, nor do I desire to be. Because you get on a trading floor and, and you trade with someone, it's always gonna cost you more. So why don't we just go straight to God, get empowered to love and give and just he, he's the one that rewards. Why don't we do it that way? Would that be a good way to do it? I think so. So we're gonna start out, what is our part? Now remember, in God's presence, we have to focus on Him, right? So we must believe we've received it based on the finished work of the cross. We have Ephesians 1, 3, we're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Second Peter chapter one says, He's already given us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him, through His precious promises, we partakers of the divine nature. It says, by His stripes you were healed. Like, like it's, the Bible's written like it is, not it will be. And so when you go in His presence, be mindful that you have all things, but you can't go in His presence and go, oh, what am I doing next week? Or oh, I feel terrible about last week. You've got to be in the present 
perpetually in the now, today. And that takes time to cultivate. So here we go. We're gonna learn our part now. Let's go Proverbs chapter four, verses 20 to 23. My son, give attention to my words. That's your mind, that's your focus. That's your job. When people go, I really struggle reading the Bible. That's actually not God's problem, that's yours. Really struggle to pray. Again, that's not God's problem. That's actually within your jurisdiction of responsibility. The minute people go, oh, can you pray that I could pray more? (laughs) It's just ignorant. If you really want it, you'll make it happen. I mean, I could be, (laughs) all right. If you really want it, if you really want it, you'll find it. It says all through the Bible. If you seek me with all of your heart, you'll find me. Ask, seek and, and, and knock. So, so this is our responsibility. My son, give attention to my words. What, what if your brain is wired like Dory out of Nemo? <laughs> sort of like, oh my God, like, like you, know, you know, sort of like you prayed a bit, like, like your choirs, realms, throne. My God, oh, something's in the air. I'm being given like the squirrel, you know. That's your, that's your responsibility. That's not God's. So know that. So my son, give attention to my words and incline your ear to my saying. So listen, be careful what you hear, be multiplied back. Do not let them depart from your eyes. This is our responsibility, okay? See, this is in the presence of the Lord. You keep going in the presence of the Lord, you end up living in the presence of the Lord. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, your responsibility, my responsibility. So go back to them, keep them in the midst of your heart. So it's talked about focus, pay attention, incline your ear. But now we are to calibrate our hearts in line with our mind about faith, about you must believe you have received them. We now have to calibrate our heart, but in the presence of God. This is what's so cool. So now we're talking here, just in this passage of Scripture, is that you've got to get your mind in line. Jesus says, whatever you ask for in prayer, you must believe you have received them and you have them. Right? And we're gonna, we're gonna even break it down even more than that. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Yep. For they are life to those who find them. You see, once the tumblers click, life will flood into your situation. You could say they are life to those who find them. You could say they're life for for when the tumblers click. It's just, it's, 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 I'm not saying it's purely mechanical, but it is like gravity. You get what you believe. But we've got to learn to not just focus on the Lord. We firstly get in His presence and then we've got to look at Him like the bronze serpent in the wilderness. But then we've got to get excited. You've got to, you can program your inner world, but you've got to do it in the presence of God and we'll explain that in a minute. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So uh, keep your heart with all diligence. This is, this is you, for out of it flows the issues of life. <coughs> so, so we are called to guard our heart. We are called to focus. That's our job. We're getting rid of all the mystery, right, of what our job is. Does, is that quite straightforward for people? Yes? Okay, all right. So this is what we're called to do. This is our responsibility. God won't do this for us. So as long as we know that. Okay, so what you have is that you get people, and this has been the dominant thing I've seen. You get, I think it's great people having a go, but we've got to go past having a go. We've got to meet the requirements of the spiritual world. 
of, of the protocols of heaven, of the quantum realm, okay? You get people confessing. Most people, when they confess, when they confess something, I hear it, but I know their heart's not involved. You can, you can see it on them or you can't see it on them. You know what? Smart people don't shine. A lot of smart people, because God says He doesn't call people according to their intellect. So if you've got tickets on yourself, read 1 Corinthians. Okay. So, but when someone's in love or full of joy or they have inner beauty, they shine. They shine, not intellectual people. So we don't want, we don't want to do away with, with the intellect because Paul was an incredible intellect, as was Daniel and David and okay, Moses. But that's not the thing that shines. This is what shines. And, and, and that electromagnetic reality, then this is where we get to celebrate that God has answered our prayer or we have those things that He's asked for when he, we're in His presence. But I see too many people, yeah, yeah, I believe in like this and you can't see it. You can't see that, that, that shining reality. Is this fair enough? And so we have to get the mind and the heart in line and we do that in the presence of God. We do it in His presence. And so we've been talking about ascension, but this is why where the presence of God is key, it's where the love of God is manifest. It's the love of God, the joy of the Lord. In your presence is fullness of joy. You go, you get in His presence, you might not even have to speak to the mountain because it says the hills melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. See, see, you got to see that the presence of God is primary before your answer to prayer. So rather than sort of like go, yeah, 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 going through the motions, getting the presence of God because I really want what I want. And yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. No, no, no. When you, when you see too much of God, you can't unsee it and you actually don't care about your stuff. When you don't care about your stuff or they're not the highest priority, it looks like seek first the kingdom of heaven and His righteousness and all of these things will be added to you, right? It looks like that. It looks like there's no anxiety and choke. I need my prayer answered. Oh, you know, and all of a sudden your head wants it and but your heart's engaging desperation and anxiety and not... His rest with the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is where it's amazing. So the presence of God, where the manifest love of God is, you've got, you got to see God as a composite picture. He's seated on the throne. A hair white as wool, which is glory. Eyes of flame of fire. And at the same time, according to Zephaniah, he's dancing over you. I want you, just for a minute, I want you to think about how excited God is over you. Every time you take a baby step in the right direction, there's probably a whole bunch of angels going, at last, thank goodness, yeah, like this. And you just said grace over hungry, hungry jacks, all right? So, no, 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 we're talking, we're talking over celebrating. You start to, you start to, you start to get that inside of you. It says, it says joy unspeakable. So it's sort of like, yes, I'm believing for a miracle. No, you're not. Because you, 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 you've got, you, you've, what's happened is your heart has served a certificate of divorce on your brain. And they're not even, there's not even weekend visits with the kids. You, and you get people locked up. I've been hurt. I went, no, no, no. This is why we're talking about uh, let the heart speak in different modalities of ministry. We're seeing miracles because people are releasing the toxins in their inner world. Okay? But the primary is the presence of God. So, so, so that's where we bring our focus that we've received, what we've asked for. 
And then our heart guarding it, but also aligning it with the joy of the Lord. God is so excited about any progress you make. He's just like, like he's not there going, he's not going there. You know, let's just say you, I don't know, it took you 20 years to, I don't know, witness to someone, whatever, right? And like this, and all of a sudden he's like, you know, you know, five multiverses just trembled over in that direction. You see, you know that, like, like you got to think, I want you to feel the zeal of God. The zeal of God is emotion, right? He says, I watch over my word to perform it. God's not slack concerning His promises. He doesn't just release a prophetic word in your life and go, ah, good luck with that. He's watching over it. We're the ones that are in a coma. So stir yourself up. Before you shine, it says, arise and shine. That's where Australia, we have to awake at a deep spiritual slumber and get excited. It looks like, oh, um, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. See, when you start to connect it to the heart and those mechanics, it's not just sort of like, gonna sing my favourite song, you know. It's actually sort of like you're connecting going, you're amazing. You're amazing. It's like, like, I've seen too much of the Lord. I can't unsee it. And, and I, I, I try and spare you guys. And I've nearly lost the plot when I'm doing small groups with the interns. But it's like, it would take, it would take me about maybe a minute to two minutes to just think about what God's shown me and bore my eyes out. Wouldn't take much, okay? You connect that to melody, spontaneity, heart connection, right? I, everyone here knows someone that's in a downer. You need to share this with them. Because I'll tell you what right now, is that, that whatever amazing thing happens in Australia, it'll be through the faith of His Ecclesia, but not just the corporate thing, it is the hearts and minds of people. So the presence of God and getting our focus and our hearts in proper alignment through practice, that's our job. But, that, but what happens, we don't have to manufacture it. We start to graft ourselves into into uh, his emotions, the zeal of God. <laughs> you know, when I when, when, when I, I, I backslid when when I was uh, I think for a few years in the late twenties, and <coughs> I mean, you go, God loves me, and I'm going to brag on that. That's what Paul said. He said, he, he, "The Lord loves me." Right, and I remember <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was backslidden, and so I was running a restaurant. That's what I used to do. It's a restaurateur, per se, and one of my barmen. He said, "Let's go out." So he goes, "Do you want to drop some acid?" I said, "Sure." And he goes, "Do you want to drive my car?" And I said, "Sure." <laughs> and then for me, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. <laughs> you probably need ministry later. But I'm like, like, I'm so tripping, I'm driving. And I was freaking out because you know how the road in the distance gets smaller because of perspective? I'm going, how are we going to fit in that? <laughs> how are we going to fit in that? And then, then I'm like, I'm like going to some... And then now, now, now I know I'm running from the Lord, right? I'm tripping. And this guy, this guy's I'm driving like this, and how are we gonna fit through this? <laughs> and a car came up next to me. And it's like the engine like this. 
And it was like a spaceship. Like it was like, it was like a giant, like Battlestar Galactica. I was like, Wah! And then the guy goes next to me. His name is uh, Alex. And he goes, he goes, hey, uh, do you think we'll go to heaven? And I'm like, why are we talking about this now? I don't want to talk about this. He goes, huh? I'm talking about the nightclub. And... <laughs> Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and <coughs> I end up doing the rounds of Hindley Street and whatnot. And when I came back to the Lord, prophet, actually Jackie Hall, prophet, she said, I was, she either had a vision, woke up in the middle of the night. She saw me walking down Hindley Street, surrounded by these massive angels protecting me because God loves me so much. Is that amazing? The love of God. You know, it's just amazing. And when you condition your heart, you bring those things into remembrance going, who are you? You know, so, so, so when you bring that into the place of faith, if He who did not spare His one and only Son but gave Him up for us all, how shall not through Him freely give us all things? So the love of God, we have to smash everything that resembles slumber and coma, everything. Everything, because, because it's the first stage to missing inheritance. And we have to be really, really strong on that because His zeal. So anyway, this, is re- this part is, it's, 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 this message is ascending, trust me. Okay, you guys going all right? Praise God, you now know you used to be an acid hit. All right, great. Um, yeah, so... Our job is to align our heart and our focus that we've, we've received it. All right, get excited. Our job is to believe. That's our job. Let's just say if your, 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 your effort to believe is quite rubbish, which it probably is, because it's called wavering. And you're believing and then you have a bad day, then you believe, but you just keep believing, keep coming into His presence and just believing and thanking Him. Do you know what then happens? Hypostasis. You're like, why are we talking about Greek now? It's because it says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hypostasis is substance. So what, what I did is I, when, when I was breaking through my late 20s, I mean, God, you know, can I just say this? I came back, this is, this is awesome. I'm, I'm now I'm speaking out of overflow of gratitude and the goodness of God. Come back to the Lord completely messed my life up and it wasn't like God was sitting back and I was going through a probationary period all right his goodness was always there my heart was closed so what I did is I started to engage the promises and for me it was business and I had no money and I was in tens of thousands of dollars of debt with no cash flow great living the dream all right anyway I'm praising God and I'm thanking him I'm believing that I've received it Weeks and weeks and weeks, but I'm doing my best. But that's my job: is to believe, (laughs) repent, and believe the gospel. That's our part. Our part is to repent and believe. But what happens when you keep coming into the presence of God and believing and thanking Him before you see any manifestation? Something happens. Something supernatural comes from an invisible realm, goes on the inside of you, and it's called substance. That's when you know that 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 you know it is. And that's what happened to me. 
I, I, I stumbled into God's presence. God, you're awesome like this. And, and sometimes I would do it unbelieving. Just keep coming into His presence. Thank you, God, you're so good. You're so good. And then His substance came. Now faith is a substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. This is not working up your faith. Our job is to get in His presence. You don't need church service, okay? You can be on your lunch break, you can be driving the car, whatever. But what happens is you keep believing in that, He goes, and the substance comes inside of you. And then you're like, I have it. Do you know that the, very, the, the moment I got the substance, it manifested? I've seen this many times. This, who thinks this is exciting? But, you, but remember the thing, I've never been able to marry up is the presence of God. I've never been able to marry up the presence of God, but I was doing that. God, you're so good, stirring up my excitement, you've blessed me. You know, and I just, I think, I think there was a level of pity from the Lord, but anyway. Um, so put up that verse, now faith is a, uh, Hebrews 11.1. Now faith, here's the word now. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's substance. You know that substance is actually God, God's DNA. So it's like, you could almost say now faith is the stuff. What a great word, stuff. God wants to teach you stuff. It's like manna. This, the angel's food and they go, what is it? That's what we'll call it. What is it? How much what is it have you had today? Johnny, have you finished? Your, make sure you finish your what, what is it? Otherwise there'll be no more what is it later. And it's faith of the substance. The substance is it's, it's when it's manifests. So, so, so are you crystal clear? Presence of God, align your focus, align your emotions, celebrate that you have it in His presence. And then whenever it happens, Substance manifests because you're going in the timeless realm where you're already blessed. This is amazing. Can someone say amen? Okay, we've got to pull people out of a verbal uh, coma. We do because you say, Let it be unto me, Lord. So it is. And so His presence is key. It's where you can feel His love. It's the, it's the, it's the dimension of limitless creativity. You're, you're engaging with God's DNA. Uh, um, and so that's what I did. And it took me weeks, but it, it happened. And so it's, you know, it's really simple. It's like something coming from another room that you can't see into your room. That's it. Everything you conceive in your imagination exists. Everything. You've heard the story, there's a guy, all he did was read the Bible and pray for a whole year. Didn't watch television, read anything else, just read the Bible and prayed. <clears throat> he got so dilated in the spirit that he couldn't tell what was the spirit, what was the natural. He said that when people when people would talk about, say something, that object would appear in the, in the spirit in front of their face. If you said the word chair, a chair would appear in, front, in the spirit. He's like, everything you can imagine and conceive exists. This is why we've got to get excited that we've received it. Who's feeling the life of God in their spirit starting to rise up? Come on. Because you've got to get that, you've got to stir that up. It can't be just like, mm, yes, interesting. Wow, my life could be completely transformed. Hmm. Wow. How come I still feel brokenhearted? Hmm. We'll see. You know, you can't be like that. It's, 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 you've got to just you've got to jump out the boat and get wet. The enjoy celebration and risk. Otherwise, uh, um, what did I say? What was it? Pink Floyd, Dark Solomon. 
uh, uh, drowning in quiet desperation is the English way, right? Blow that. I wanna just go, I wanna go bananas in the realm of the Spirit going after what is. So here we go. The last point. All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out with a construct. When I was a full-time tennis coach, I knew every square inch of the tennis court, knew what the weather was doing, types of tennis balls, everything, everything. For those who wanna play tennis and practice, if you can do a, a drill where you hit from cross court to cross court, you go back into the middle, get your feet, get across the ball, cover it, you're going over the lowest part of the net into the longest part of the court. That's why when you see professional tennis players, they mostly do cross court to cross court when they're having rallies. It's the, mo it's the biggest margin for error, okay, as opposed to down the line. Just things like that, you just get, like I know it. So a kid would come up to do a lesson, open the door, usually, you know, pretty noisy. And I'd go, step into my office. And they would laugh. They'd laugh. It's your office. I said, yeah, this is my office. I knew every square inch of that jurisdiction. In the same way, yes, dwell in His presence, live in His presence. But why don't we start off by making His presence our office? How often, for you to change, how often do you have to go into the office? Let's make it, yeah, constantly. Let's, it just, just depends, right? But, but just see God's presence as the place where business is done. Now, some people watching this are you know, purists who've never seen a breakthrough go, we should just hang out with God. Yeah, but let's just start as with a construct. I mean, is anyone here really serious about complete transformation and breakthrough in their prayer life? Yeah. So you, so you go, wow, praise God, I'll enter His gates with thanksgiving, His courts of praise, ah, limitless time is dimension, I'm gonna be in the present, I'm not gonna, you know, if, I, if my mind drift, drifts towards physical pain in my body or a, a, a notice for, to pay a bill written, you know, the red ink or anything like that, you go, nah, I'm in the presence of God. I'm in the presence of God and I'm gonna celebrate that He's already blessed me. And that starts to, but in His presence where there's love and fullness of joy and the hills melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. You know, you know, God is angry at the devil for everything He's done to you. He's angry. And we just don't even get angry. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, He must be, eh? I don't even think of that. You know how He just sort of half destroyed me and myself image and delayed everything? Huh. Yeah, I never thought. You gotta, you, we're too Aussie. We need to be more Hebraic. Get some passion, some vumma. That's what gets things done. This is, we, we gotta rediscover the zeal of God. Gotta rediscover it. As opposed to this, this prison of, I wonder what people think of me. People don't think of you. They don't, because they're thinking about themselves. We act all Joe Cool and, oh, you know, laid back Aussie. Rubbish. People are way too worried about what other people think. And it's, it brings a snare. And so there's two types of believing, okay? Two types of believing. Number one, Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That word faith, uh, that word, that word, word. So then faith, pistis, comes by hearing and hearing by the rima of God. Rima is the spoken quickened Word of God. So it could be a vision or a dream, 
okay? Vision or a dream. That's the Word of God. I, I, I was chatting with Christina the other day. She was talking about, you know, someone in ministry, ministering to. And people feel, feel dark clouds over them. They feel like shadows over them. You know what? We just go, oh, shadow, oh, weird. No, no, no. Shadows speak, dark clouds speak. Everything speaks. Everything speaks. So how much more a dream God gives you speaks to you or a vision He speaks? That's a rumour. So then, then, then faith comes and faith comes by God's spoken Word. Live in the Word, med- meditate in Scripture, okay? And then God quickens it. It doesn't say Logos, it's rumour. We've got to stay on Holy Ghost point. Can someone say Amen? Okay. Or you could get a Nabi Word. Now I have a lot of more visions than I used to, but I used to get what I would call the Word of the Lord. And it'd be like, I'd be, you, you, it can't be tense. You've got to be relaxed. I call it, if you want to be in the Spirit and hear from God, you've got to cultivate this. I call it a relaxed focus. You can't be too focused. You know, otherwise your face would be shining on ears. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> that, 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 you know, there's a sense of you're worshipping and you, 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 you are relaxed, not comatose. I don't, I don't mean relaxed as in, but there's no, there's no anxiety. But you're focused, you're, on, you're staying on points, you're not being distracted, okay? Because I, I mean, you know, ask for a show of hands, but I won't. You get into worship, God, you're amazing, ah, like they love you, praise you, like this. Yeah, ah, I felt nothing. And then you get in the car and drive somewhere and then God speaks. Because you became relaxed instantly. Or you're like, God, ah, yeah, whoa, yeah, come on, yeah. Oh, I didn't feel anything, go have a shower, God speaks. He says, you missed a little bit, no. And so... <laughs> So that's the, the first way. So this is actually the easiest because once you have the rima, you only have to get into God's presence and recall on memory and bring that memory before the Lord and go, yes, you've already spoken to me about this. I have it. That's what you gotta do. It's called eating the scroll. You celebrate. Yeah, I've had a prophetic word about me that you've barely thought about since you got the word. You can celebrate like it is. No, yes, you do, you don't, you do, you don't. So, you know the story, we sowed some money. The Word of the Lord came to me and the Lord said, I'm giving you your own law firm. I'm like, wow, I just heard it. Told Rachel, expected exuberant celebration. She goes, but I don't want a law firm. No, no, because she knew she was gonna do all the work and she was right. So anyway, (laughs) I'm just the eyes. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I've done my job. <laughs> so we've had seasons where the, 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 the business just dried up, just dried up. And I was the one that got the word of the Lord. So you know what I did? Is I started going back in my memory into the presence of God, celebrating and said, you know, I didn't like sort of, I'll be honest, I didn't do anything legal courts or anything like that. I just went through my memory back into the Word of the Lord. God, you're so good. You gave us this law firm. This is the Word. And I celebrate. I felt the first two days I felt nothing. I'm just happy to sit, you know, enjoying the presence of God, but I didn't feel, you know. And then the third day, the, the, the wall opened up in the, in the Spirit and I saw, I saw wealth over me and my wife. I saw it. I saw the subs. It was amazing. It went way beyond the law firm. So I'm praying for the law firm 
And God's giving us, God's showing me supply for a lifetime. I mean, to Him who can do abundantly above all that we can ask or think or imagine. So I'm so, so all I did was go in the presence of God, go back with my Rima, with my memory, focus it, brain, celebrate it in my heart. Three days, law firm explodes in business, explodes. And I've done it again and again and again. Who wants a life like that? I was doing marketing, I was hopeless at it. We're wasting money. It's like getting $50 up, you know? <laughs> Every day, all right? And so, I could have said it differently. Anyway, so basically, <clears throat> basically, don't want any paper cuts. So basically, is that, is that that's what I did. And just business would explode. My wife got, can you stop praying, please? Just with too many, too much business, I can't, you know. It was, you know, gonna change it from Weatherly Associates to boom bust. All right, so, um, so that, uh, Muta. Now, that was a different one. It was external. I'm just going, the white horse, the bell, the scroll, the, 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 uh, um, uh, uh, the bell, the plaque, that's right, and the, and the horse. And I, and I just kept bringing it before the Lord. See, if you've got the Rima, the Rima is money in the bank. You go, oh, I've had a lot of prophetic words. What are you doing with them? Bring them before the Lord. I'm waiting for a set time. What, to pray? So much of Kairos depends on our engagement. It's not just a set time. We're not, this is not like three years before Jesus manifests in the temple. He's already come. He's poured out His Spirit on all flesh. It's now whosoever will. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Uh, when, when do the last days officially start? Can you, anyone tell me? It's like 2,000 years ago. It's a blank check. He says, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. He says, you will make disciples of the nations. So that's number one. Uh, get the word of the Lord. Moon to business, other things. I've, I've seen, you know, you know a lot of the examples. So, uh, Abraham, he was barren. His wife was barren. Okay, couldn't have kids. So God said, you're gonna have a child, you're gonna have a son. So the God says, okay, you're gonna change your name from father to father of many nations. How you going, father of many nations, how you going? How accurate is that name? And he's just saying, I'm father of many nations, I'm father of many nations, I'm father of many nations. He knew what the presence of God was. He was a friend of God. Don't think he was just in a dry desert and God just spoke to him once every 10 years. He's like, you walk with God. They go to judge a city and, and the Lord walks down and says, should, should not we talk, tell our friend Abraham what we're gonna do? He's a friend of God. And so God says, your father of many nations, look at the stars, look at the sands. And he stayed in that presence. Do you know what? You go, that's a long time. We should be, we should be getting... Okay, you know I'm tired, but I'm gonna be frank, Okay. Big things in our life, if we set our hearts, should take weeks and months, not flipping 110 years. If we're real, Christ in you, the hope of glory, spirit-filled, the mystery that was hidden for ages and generations. It's just, do we want it or not? You know what? Don't let good rob you of the best, distraction. Don't let it happen. Holy. Okay. So, Jacob, the same thing happened. He had a dream of the cattle, spotted and speckled, came into prosperity. All right. Last bit, everyone good? Shabba. You go, but I don't have a Remo. I just got desire. I just like, like I, I, I need to be healed and I haven't had a word. 
I need break, I've struggled financially forever and I haven't had a vision, a dream or a word. Well, God knew that. So He already provided for it. It's really important. This, this is not just like, oh, that's nice. You, you, the, the Word of God is so rich. It's, 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 it is profitable for reproof, correction and instruction. Everything, every Word of God. So is desire legitimate? Yes. Am I saying that to include the people that don't have dreams and visions? No, God is. Your desire going through the right gates is legitimate as any dream or vision. Who knows that's good news? Because people go, I don't know, this is my desire or God's desire. And while you're thinking about it, it looks like you need to go to the bathroom, you know. And it's like, it's, it's, like, it's just, do you know what? People just don't, they don't even go past go, collect 200 bucks. They're sitting there, I don't know if it's my desire or God's desire. Just move it. Start praising God. Get into it. And this is what it says in Psalm uh, 30, what have we got? 37. Delight yourself also in the Lord. That's going in the presence of God. Delight yourself also in the Lord. And what will happen if you delight yourself in the Lord? And He shall give you the desires of your heart. You're going, hang on, hang on, hang on. So He's going to put the desire in there or He's going to give me what I want? Keep going. Because <laughs> people, people are speculating before they get off their rump. Move it. Move it. <clears throat> Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass. And He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. That wait patiently for Him isn't sort of like a... You're going in the timeless realm dimension of God. You're, you're practising the presence of God. You're coming to His presence. See, this gives praising God a whole new, whole new ballast. It's not just, I just love praising God and I know good things are happening. We're telling you what's happening now when you praise God, okay? So it says, it says rest, uh, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in the way. I know no one ever here has ever thought this. Ooh, there we go. Give you a bar of soap with it. Ah. Uh, no one ever hears, no one here has ever thought this, but you're like grinding your life away, and you see other people getting blessed and breakthrough. Going, how, how did that happen? Even when people who are, who are clearly satanic seem to make money, and and it, this is an age-old problem. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Okay, why does Bill Gates got money? Because Jesus says the gates of hell will not prevail. Okay, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. People go, I'm not, I meditate, I'm not really good at it. No, 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 fretting is meditation. I think I can't, I think I can't, I think I can't. Okay, do not fret, it only causes harm. There's a, there's a commandment there. Yep, is that it? All right, so, holy. So we're called to delight ourselves in the Lord and He'll give us the desires of our heart. See, when you get into His presence, you go, I, I need to be healed. Like, like, like I, can, I can live with the thing that I'm going through, but I, I really, like God, God goes, I wanna heal you. I've already healed you in Christ. So delight yourself in me, focus your mind, and then get your heart and start celebrating. Let's do one more. Let's do one more before we engage. John 15. If you abide in me, if you go through the process and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it should be done for you. 
But this is all about the presence of God. It's about the presence of God. So the presence of God is the timeless dimension of infinite creativity. God sees you as complete now, okay? So when you don't come into His presence and you're not in the Spirit, you're under time. When you're under time, I can't see it, so it must be the future that's not faith. Faith says you're healed, you're blessed, you have everything pertaining to life and godliness. So you go, I don't know how I can stir up my faith. Who can get in the presence of God? Wave your hand. Come on, I need you to wave your hand. You start with that. Get in the presence with God. Uh, presence of God. In, in, into, you, you, go, you literally say, I'm getting in God's face. And then what happens, see, this is, this is real. This is real. This is real. Now, interesting world we're living in right now. And I don't have any prophetic unction other than probability algorithms and, and trajectories at this stage with, with this season. But, you know, they're trying to get people to eat bugs and all that sort of stuff. And, and cows are the root of all evil and all that. It's ridiculous. There's a dumbing down. There's, there's, they've tripled the fluoride in the water, I think. Anyway, and so we're going to need to understand God's presence and to believe the impossible that looks like Psalm 91. Okay, can someone say amen? And this is not just like, I wanna be a spiritual Christian. No, no, no. We're going to need to function in that dimension. And so eventually, God wants to wean you off of the natural completely. Ever heard of a guy called Enoch? He got weaned off of the natural. So you go, you go, so if you start, so, so let's just start with this. And in a second, hey, Joel, can I get you up here actually? We're about to, we're about to go into a different part of the, part of the meeting. Um, how you guys going? You wanna get into His presence? We're gonna just spend a few moments. So what we're gonna do in a second is this, is I want you, we're gonna just start by praising God for a few minutes. And there'll be a time where I don't care what you do. I don't care if you stand or if you stay seated or you come down the front. So basically what's gonna happen in a second, and you have your communion when you wanna. In a second, the meeting's actually dismissed so you can go when you need to, all right? However, this is what I want you to, this is what I want you to start to engage. I'm gonna pray in a second. Now, can I just say something? May the Lord bless you and keep you and let His face shine on you. He's smiling. I don't care if you're standing or sitting, smile back at Him. We're talking about stirring emotions and people sort of like can't even smile at the Lord. I'll smile when I get home. <laughs> Not in this Simon says. Fine. But there's always a dynamic with the ecclesia that there isn't with a singular ear. <laughs> I get the best view from up here. I see it all. <laughs> so. This is faith for the impossible in your life. And you know what, these steps, who, who found those steps really clear? And who, feel, who feels a real grace to go down these pathways? Come on. Because it's not like sort of like you become Superman or superhero about something. Is it number one, we get into His presence. Why His presence? Because that's where the love of God is and everything's already done there. You're already healed. Jesus sees you as blessed. If you're in Him, you're blessed, you're healed. You have everything. So get into His presence and start to focus that you have it. 
And then, God forbid, start to celebrate like you have it before you even see the manifestation. This is how it works. But get excited. I tell you what, this has changed my life. It's, changed, it's real. I've seen, I've seen against the odds. Remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those who come to God must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. But you must believe that He is. Don't wait for some goosebump or angel wing or whatever. Is that you believe, you start to go, Lord, I just thank You. I have those things according to Your Word. I have those things that I've asked for. And then start to stir yourself up. He's one that brings the substance. Your part is to guard your heart above all things and, and, and keep, put your attention on Him. That's your part. So can you do your part tonight? Yes. And then what happens, you start to go, oh my gosh. But one thing that we've been, uh, uh, um, Emerson's been teaching, you've got to stay in the present. You've got to stay in the present. So when you're praising God, you've got to see yourself healed. It's not the future. It's not the past. Oh, oh I haven't had the, what I, what I want to manifest, I've never seen before. No, no, you're in the present. If you're in Christ, you're blessed. You're blessed. And we're gonna take this, to, we, this, this message or series is gonna go from glory to glory. Who can feel something rising on the inside of them? I've seen God rescue me. I was really, 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 I'm, I'm really, one of my gifts, I haven't used this gift for a very long time. One of my gifts, is completely screwing my life up. Very gifted, very gifted. You go, how big is the grace of God? Way bigger than my gift. How good is that? How good is that? And what happens, you know what happens when you go, uh, 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 I'm already, let's say it's a financial thing and we start getting out our Christian calculator. And if my business, the next three quarters did a maximum amount of wineskin coverage and like this, no, believe, allow for the power of God. One day I was just, I just said, God, I just, I just, I asked for, for supernatural cancellation of all of my debts and it happened. As God is my witness, it happened. But you know what I did? I celebrated for four months. Four months. You're going, you're going, wow, that's a long time. The debt I had was, I never would have paid it off. And, and, then, and then if I had the money, made the money to pay it off, I'd be paying massive taxes. Who wants to see the supernatural break in on their life? Those keys. In a second, we're gonna get in the presence of God. We're gonna get in the presence of God. And then I want you to just, I want you to just smile at Him and just enjoy Him. And then I wanna see whatever you're believing for, just start with one thing. Start with one thing. Could be one of your kids getting saved. Could be, you know, like I'm so built up in this. One day I went, I think I better get married. You know, really stressed out about it. I wasn't. Thinking, I was thinking, I'd built myself up in this. I need to get married. I just wrote down what I wanted, put in the order. Six weeks later, I met Rachel. Like it's real. It's real. I wasn't, you know, I didn't go to a desperate and dateless ball or. All of a sudden, sort of like, not like anything, no, 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 just, just like, like put myself on the marketplace, you know. I did, I did, no. God sent her to me. So you've got to understand the limitless realm of the goodness of God is, is, is sitting over your life like a flipping untouched pinata. And we're just going, like this was going, 
knew it wouldn't work. When you praise God, that open heaven. I'm going to pray. I don't care when you take your communion. Your meeting's finished. If you need to leave, if you want to get in the presence of God, all good. <clears throat> but I do ask, just put your hands, put your hands out. And why don't you, I'm not even going to look up. Why don't you just start to smile to the Lord? Even just, if, if that's a stretch, just why don't you just smirk to the Lord? Smirk. Lord, let your smirk. Holy. Holy Spirit, I thank You for everyone here. And by faith right now, we're gonna come into Your presence. We're gonna come into Your presence. Okay, Holy Ghost, thank You. <clears throat> there we go. Thank You, Holy Spirit. You are good and Your mercies endure forever. Thank You, Lord. Right now, Lord, we just thank You. Lord, You look down at this church and You see hearts. And I thank You right now. I thank You. Your eyes are looking to and fro to see whose heart is completely His. Right now, the timeless dimension where we are in Christ, where we are blessed. Lord, right now, as we smile at You and as we worship You and as we praise You, Lord, we thank You, Lord. We just give this time to You to come before Your throne in Your presence. And Lord, we are acting like we've, believed, we've actually received what we've asked for. We thank You for that realm of the miraculous in Jesus' Name. Now, if you're feeling a bit tired, I suggest you stand. You just want to engage. If you're feeling really dialed in, you can stay seated. But Holy Ghost, can we turn up the keyboards, please? And I want you to just start to sing in the Spirit if you can, but just start to worship the Lord. Remember, you're not just singing, you're coming into His presence. There we go, there we go, there we go. Just lift your voices, come on, come on, there we go. There we go, holy. Mm. Woo! Come on. praises right now. He's enthroned. Just a bit louder, Jared. Just a bit louder. That's it. Thank you. There we go. Come on. This room's filling up. It's, it's filling up. This room is filling up.
quantum field of dreams. Now I want you to look to him and celebrate emotionally like he's answered your prayer, like you have it. So whatever you do now is because he has done this. This is how it gets done. You're in his presence and now start to see the thing you've asked for. So Jesus says you must believe you've received it. 
For some will be easier for some than others because you've built. But everything you do now, don't grimace to the Lord because if you receive what God, you'd ask God, you'd be smiling, you'd be laughing, you'd be celebrating, you'd be jumping. Don't grimace, go for it, yes.
you know what happened? She had a, a little sort of fox terrier type dog and the dog jumped up and they bumped heads by accident. And then what happened when the dog went back down to the ground, the front canine of the dog got stuck in her skin and there was blood everywhere. And then she went to the doctor and that her entire top lip had been ripped away from her nose to the corner of her mouth was completely missing. And she was, she was horrified because if, you, if a woman's face or anyone's face disfigured like that, and she was ministering in a, a meeting like this and she just started praising God and she's talking about the miraculous. What happened is that she started putting pictures up in her house of when she had a, her lip wasn't, they said they couldn't, it was so bad, they couldn't restore it through plastic surgery. If it was the bottom lip, yes, but not the top lip. She just praised God and keeps seeing that God answer her prayer. Eight months later, God supernaturally restored her whole face. Is that amazing? She kept coming into the presence. She kept coming into the presence and celebrating it. But you've got to not just see that you receive it, you've got to feel it. But then you collide with the love of God. Then you collide with the goodness of God. And then what happens is you go, where, where? See, coming into God's presence is an end in itself. But I'll tell you what, He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And I'll tell you, this is, this is a hallmark message tonight. We're talking, it's a watershed moment because we're gonna go deeper and higher and vaster. But who, who fills that spirit of faith in this side of them? Just something just on the inside, just wave. Spirit of faith, because the pathway, the presence of God. And when you don't feel believy, focus on getting in His presence and then you start thanking Him for what He's done. It's His job to bring the substance. It's our job to confess and believe. And I've seen this again and again and again. I tell you what, I'm excited. I believe as a church, we are going to see unusual answers to prayer and manifestations of miracles as a common thing, as a common thing. But let's start with you. Let's start with you. Get in His presence and start thanking Him for that thing. I've seen it with business and churches and buildings and family members. But you go into that timeless dimension where you already have everything. Everything you're asking for, God's already given you. He's already given you. You're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So now you're lining up, you're being integrous. Mind and heart is lining up with the Spirit. And then it comes out your mouth and the mountains have to move. All right? I'm gonna get Joel just to turn up the volume in a second and keep it. But if you wanna stay here for a little while longer, please do. If you need to go, God bless you. But remember all the time, do this all the time. Remember your office, go and do business in your office all the time until it becomes your dwelling place in Jesus' Name. Thanks, Joel, just to pick it up a bit. If you need to go, go. But if you feel something on breakthrough on you, just feel to hang around for a bit longer. Holy, holy.